Let's welcome into the show the man they're all going to be chasing over the next couple of days, Ryan <laughs> Fox. G'day, Foxy. How you doing, buddy? Morning, boys. Is it uh, you, oh. you're, all, you're ripped and ready to go, mate? Across uh, across a couple <laughs> of uh, Auckland's finest courses. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I mean, I've seen the forecast. It's going to be windy, so I think I've got my work cut out for me. And the, the other boys are playing Ambrose, and I'm playing Mine Ball. And I played Royal yesterday, and it's in really good net. So yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be tricky out there, but it should be a lot of fun. The Fox chasing the fox. Is there anything more coming up with the Foxy? Uh, yeah, we've got a, another program at uh, Royal Auckland next week as well. So it's called the Ryan Fox Invitational. So, yeah, that's the full set. Yeah, that's outstanding. You're going to have to do a, a Ryan Fox advent calendar, uh, and, it's, and, and, and it all will be about foxholes. <laughs> I quite like that, That's a good idea. <laughs> hey, Foxy, you, you, you're raising money. You raised some money for the Waihi Surf Club last week at the Fox. Chasing the Fox, you're raising money for I Am Hope, mate. You had your first event last year, which was a huge success. Obviously, the talk was about John Keegan, a hole-in-one, mate. What are you hoping for uh, on Thursday when, when it all takes place? I mean, look, if we could have another hole-in-one for someone, that'd be great. <laughs> I mean, that, that made the event last year. It was John's first as well, and I mean, pretty hard to beat. He had it in front of me, his son, uh, a bunch of All Blacks in the group and <laughs> and about three or 400 people watching. So for your first hole-in-one, that's pretty impressive. So, I mean, that look, it's just going to be a lot of fun. We've got a great bunch of bunch of people playing. Um, you know, a lot of the teams have come back from last year, which is cool. We're raising a bit of money for I Am Hope and um, I just don't want to disgrace myself, basically. That's, that's what I'm hoping for, for the most part. Go out and I, I gave the guys a run last year. Um, we've sort of adjusted the format, so it's probably a bit harder for me this year. So, yeah, hopefully I can go out and, and you know make a couple of birdies in those in those six holes and uh, you know make it slightly interesting for the guys at least. When you look at the teams, you've got the Olympians, Eric Murray, Simon Child, Billy Steadman, Rugby, Anton Leonard-Brown, Damian McKenzie, Will Jordan, Cricket, Mitch Santner, who's off a scratch or plus two, Lockie Ferguson, Ross Taylor, Politicians, Max Key, John Key, David Seymour, and Legends, Mike King, Josh Emmett, and Matt Boucher, who I follow on Instagram, he can hit a, and shape a ball. When you think of those teams, who are your biggest threats? Uh, I reckon there's, there's three teams there. I think the team with, with Mac in it's going to be dangerous, um, just with purely with the format. Like, he's a decent golfer. Um, mm. And, you know, having a decent golfer in Ambrose makes a massive difference. Um, the cricket boys will be dangerous as well. Again, same thing with Mitch. You know, Lockie can play and, and Roscoe can hit a solid ball as well. But, you know, Mitch is a, is a I think he has been a plus two or a plus three at one point. So he can, he can really play. <laughs> so, again, that helps in the format. Um, and I think the the Olympians might be dangerous as well. Uh, I mean, I played a fair bit of golf with Eric. He plays off four. Simon Child plays off five or six. I'm not sure what Billy's like, but I you know I know Simon last year hit some great shots with a bunch of people watching, so he's not not overly worried about the uh, the occasion. So yeah, I think there'll be three teams to be to watch there big time. And um, actually, I think the Warriors team might be dangerous. Sean plays off about six, doesn't he? And Wade Egan apparently plays off about three. Oh, rugby's got no chance, mate. So you're saying Anton, <laughs> Damien, and Will Jordan are hackers? How did they get the nod, mate? They can't carry the rugby, the rugby uniform. 
Well, they did, they did a decent job last year. I mean, plus they were though all three of those boys were there when John Key had his hole in one. So maybe they counted as the lucky charm. Maybe, <laughs> maybe is your old man filthy? He didn't get the call up for the rugby team. No, I don't think he has any urge in playing in front of a bunch of people. To be honest, he's gonna he's gonna be there. Uh, I've got Bailey, um, the winner of the Ames games, um, who's gonna caddy for me, but I'm not sure he he will have might he might not be able to carry a tool bag for the for the day. But he'll so Dad's on backup duty for that. But if he, if Bailey's all good to carry the tool bag, I think Dad's gonna be caddying for Mike King, which will be pretty cool. Oh, that'll be a great event. Can you just give us a little bit of detail on the the format, like exactly how it plays out? So the teams, how much they play and how can they beat you and what happens if they do beat you and how will you feel? Um, yeah, so basically it's a six-hole Ambrose event. Um, so we've got you know, some corporates playing between 10 and 4 um, yep. and a few, of the, a few of the guys are playing as well. I think Jimmy Neesham's playing and a couple of the ABs are playing in, in the uh, corporate stuff before we tee off at 5 o'clock. Um, and it's, it's purely six holes. I play my own ball. And the, the teams of three play Ambrose. So literally the best shot out of all three of them they take. <laughs> and they have to take one drive each over the six holes. Um, and then, yeah, it, it's, it's gonna, I think it's going to be hard for me this year, as I said. You know, last year we, we had a format where... It was more like a Florida scramble, which is if they take your shot, you can't hit the next shot. Um, so it was like, you know, two guys. I was playing two guys effectively, not three. Um, but, yeah, this year is going to be a little harder for me. And I'm not quite sure what happens if they beat me, but I'm, I'm definitely expected <laughs> to beat them a couple of times at least. But I gave it a good run last year. I think I was two under through the six holes and tied with the cricket boys. And I'd three-putted the last for for par to, to tie with the cricket boys. So hopefully I can go one better this year. How much do you know about Ooh. your uh, your caddy, mate? Uh, Bailey Tepataro obviously went pretty good at the Ames games. His third ever round of golf and he wins a comp. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> impressive. I mean, obviously I saw all the news articles and stuff like that. And he was, I mean, it's inspirational what he did. And it's cool to see a youngster like him with, with a passion for golf. And um, look, I, I don't, I I had a brief chat to him on on I think breakfast one morning um, on a, doing a kind of interview and inviting him up, which was cool. And um, he seems like a really nice kid. And you know, hopefully him and his family have a have a really good time up here on Thursday. And you know, he can maybe learn a bit off me or just have a have a cool experience just being inside the ropes with a with a bunch of you know New Zealand sport sports stars and celebrities. Foxy, we're going to talk a little bit about your golf game. Um, you, you, you're struggling with a tennis elbow. Give us a little update on, on how that's gone. And talk to us about your year you've just had, mate. It was a really successful year, and you're reaping the rewards because you're going to play a lot on the PGA this year. Yeah, well, I'll start off with the second, but, I mean, obviously it was an amazing year. Uh, you know, I got to play yep. a bunch of events that I dreamed of playing playing in, which were, you know, the players, Bay Hill, mm. um, Jack's event, Memorial, I had uh, obviously the Masters as the big one there, um, and then yeah. you know winning Wentworth was was pretty amazing. Our flagship event on the on the DP World Tour, and um, you know I ticked off a bunch of goals this year. The biggest one being to get on the PGA Tour for 2024. So you know that's going to be really exciting um, next year. It's going to be quite different. You know it's 
I don't quite have a schedule set in stone. It's going to be a bit of a moving target and taking the family over to the States and, you know, travelling around will be will be a lot different than what we're used to, but, you know, they're all good problems to have. And um, the end of the season for me was a little bit disappointing. I was fighting a little bit of tennis elbow and I've had three weeks off now and it's still... I still feel a little bit but doing the, the rehab work and the exercises needed and starting to settle down and I played golf the last couple of days and played pretty solid after not touching a club for three weeks so hopefully I can carry that into uh, Thursday and, and you know, had a few good shots. After the year you've just had, Foxy, does the boat construction keep adjusting and changing? You're adding <laughs> length and size to it? I didn't add length and size to it, but I've definitely added a few things. Um, definitely after Wentworth, there was a couple of, uh, well, I may as well just add, I may as well change this or change that and put a few extra things in. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool to be able to do that. And I've got delivery of it next week. So hopefully we get some, oh, some nice yes. calm, calm weather before Christmas to be able to take, it, take the family out in it. Oh, beautiful, man. Beautiful. Hey, Fox, are we we to put the shout-out out there if you had a question for you to, to text us through on double eight double three. And Troy in Whanganui has texted us through. He said, question for you. If you look back at your amateur days, what would be the key things that are different about your game now as a top 50 pro? Um, probably, there'd be a couple of things. Well, there'd be probably three or four things there. Um, I drive the ball a lot straighter than I used to. Back in the amateur days, you know, driver was as much of a weapon as it was a curse in my amateur days. You know, I, I had a lot of two irons off tees to try to keep it in play. And now driver is probably the straightest club in my bag for the most part. Um, and short game and putting are a lot, lot better now, but in, in the position I'm in. Um, and that's just from years of doing it. You know, I've been a pro for 12 years. I played top level amateur golf for three or four before that. And it's just putting in the hours and, you know, it's, it's not been sort of one little thing that's changed it or anything like that. It's just, you know, progressing as a golfer and, um, you know, it took a while to get to the point I'm, I'm at, but it's been a, it's been a fun ride so far and, and hopefully I can keep improving over the next couple of years before, um, the body gives way or the mind gives way. It seems to happen with most, most golfers at, at, at towards the end of their careers. Foxy, you've played a lot on the DP World Tour, and now you're going to play a hell of a lot on the PGA. Does 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 much approach with uh, change in, in in terms of your approach to the game that you played, like conditions wise? Are you changing things up with with your swing to really have some success over in, in America? Not really. Um, yeah, I, I played a bit over there this year, and I, I felt like I yep. could compete with the game I had. But probably the biggest thing over there is you've just got to flight the ball really high. Um, which is a little different than, than Europe and, and you know growing up in, in New Zealand and playing a, a bunch of golf in Australia early on. You know we get used to playing in the wind back here and flying the ball low is, is is a much easier way to control it. And then you go to the states and it's kind of the opposite. You know they you don't play in a lot of wind that often and quite often you're playing on really firm and fast greens. And so flighting the ball low kind of it's pretty hard to get the ball close so you can see why guys like Rory and and others you know compete week in week out over there because they hit the ball so high and they can get close to the pins that that others can't and so there'll be a a little bit of change that way not necessarily swing but just you know it'll be okay well if I'm in between clubs sometimes a shorter one hitting it harder is going to be better or um, Mm. you know just 
it'll be a change of shot rather than a change of swing in that sense. Okay. Yeah, and the, I, I talked to Marcus a little while ago, and he he seemed to think that the the biggest difference for you will be the fact that the courses you'll be playing on better courses more often. Is that how you see it as well? Yeah, like we we get vary a lot in Europe. Obviously, you know we play some nice golf courses where the the greens are slow. Um, you know we we play a few random courses here or there. Whereas the US, you know, it's it'll be a lot more, you know cut and paste week in week out the golf courses will be very similar they'll be long long rough um, they'll be in absolutely perfect condition you know they don't seem to have any any problems with water restrictions or anything over there so they can they can kind of do whatever they like in that sense and um, yeah it's it'll be cool to do that it's it's like I like that style of golf where we're having length and hitting it up in the air is is a, is a benefit and I can certainly do that so we'll uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun year next year, and you know the cool thing is that you know I've kind of got no pressure on in that sense. Like I love to keep playing on the PJ Tour, but I know I've got a job in Europe after after winning the BMW PGA for a few years and having some job security in this game. Certainly a nice thing. And what's on the calendar end of Feb, maybe start of March? Is there is there a little gap there for a week or so, maybe potentially down in Queenstown? I don't know at this point. Um, you know, that that schedule is a very moving target, um, and yeah. I'm, I'm right on the cusp of those elevated events in the US. They take top thirty in the world, and I'm 28. So, you know, all it takes is a couple of good weeks, and I can change my schedule and and lock a few of those events, in, and then that might make it easier to come back for New Zealand Open. If not, you know, I might be chasing a few of the the normal PGA Tour events, which would make it pretty hard to yeah. come back. So it's, it's yeah. Yeah, going to be one of those ones. I'm probably not going to be able to commit either way until, you know, two or three weeks out, which is, you know, probably frustrating for everyone. But, you know, it's it's the nature of what's, the way what it is at the moment. Yep. And I've got, you know, mm-hmm. focusing on the PGA Tour and, you know, is, is the most important thing for my career at the moment. And I will come back and play New Zealand Opens at some point, whether it's next year or mm-hmm. whether it's, in 25 or whatever it is, it's just the last couple of years have been, well, this year and next year will be quite difficult for it, that's all. Foxy, yeah. thanks very much for coming on, mate. I know you've got plenty on your plate. Uh, Royal Auckland and the Grange tomorrow, that is where you're going to be with the I Am Hope charity for Chasing the Fox. If, if people can't be there but want to follow it or maybe want to get involved or want to donate, what's the best place for them to go? I'm pretty sure there's a website. You should have given me a heads up before that. It's, it's, if you talk about Google, something's going to come up. So You're a detailed Potus man. Golf. I like it. Potusgolf.com. Dub, dub, dub. Yeah, Potusgolf.com. There we go. I knew someone would have done their research. It's certainly not me. <laughs> Cheers, Foxy. Cheers, boys. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Go well. Ryan Foxy with us. Uh, what a good, What a good man. Great chat. He's always, he always offers you something, eh? He always, he's always got a story and he always kind of gives you some really good insight. Do you know what I love about Foxy? He's He never turns down an opportunity to come speak. He's always open. Yeah. And you, you hardly get a lot, uh, get a bit of anything like that from, from athletes. They're, they're always too busy. Uh, they've always got an agenda. And Foxy, just he's just a great New Zealander. 
And that's what this person has just sent through. What a great New Zealander Fox he is. Always sharing about his game. I see he's always on a different podcast as well. I hope he has another good uh, year next year. He might team up with Lydia Ko and the Grant Thornton next year. That's from Richard. Totally agree, mate. And, and his detail on the difference from playing in Europe to the United States, I never even thought about that, hitting the ball high. I was thinking, well, how do you do that, mate? I don't know if I'm hitting it low, chunking it, or I'm going to try and hit it high here. Like, you know... He's just very good at sharing his knowledge and a great ambassador for young golfers in New Zealand. And he's on a bit of a run at the moment. He got paid. I love that little adjustments on his boat construction. <laughs> I might tinker there and get me a, a full noise sol- uh, sonar radar for my boat. <laughs> Man, it's just outstanding, isn't it? And you know that boat's mm. going to be tricked out. It's, it's going to be a mm. it's going to be a great boat to go out on. You'll have to take photos when you're out on it, as you let us know. <laughs>